Hello and welcome to Bringing Education Home. I'm Herb. And I'm Christina. Together we are bringing you ideas about education, entrepreneurship, and relationships that are both inside and outside the box. If you like the show, be sure to follow Christina on Facebook. And leave us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Today we had the pleasure of talking with Zach Babcock. And we are really excited to have him here and have him tell us about his business, what he's doing, and any tips and tricks on how to be a successful entrepreneur. Welcome, Zach. Welcome, Zach. Yeah, we're kind of um, new at, at podcasting. And as we're getting started, some of the people that we've been interviewing and talking about and in our, our business circle have been mentioning Zach quite a lot and have a great deal of respect for your work and the stuff you do you do. So we are very, very happy and thrilled to have you here. And so for our audience and for us, could you please tell us a little bit about what it is that you do and, and how you got here? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I appreciate it. And that's uh I'm really glad to hear that uh my name was thrown around. So that's that's awesome. It means we're doing a doing it doing our job. <laughs> but uh yeah real quick show uh I'll give you the short story and then, you know, we can always dive in deeper, but, um, I grew up, uh, in Ferguson, Missouri. Uh, I had a lot of trauma going on as a kid, uh, was in and out of juveniles, detention, psych wards, group homes, you name it all throughout my, uh, youth from age nine to 17. And then, uh, by the time I became an adult, I did over five years in prison. Um, so I got a lot of, a lot of, uh, you know, unresolved trauma and stuff that I've really been doing a lot of work on the last year and a half or so. But uh, I went back to prison just 20 days before my twin sons were born. And that's the moment that my life changed. And I started moving in a completely different direction because I woke up and I it was too painful. And it was like, man, you're either going to be in and out of prison your whole life or dead. And you're not going to be the dad that you always wanted to be. So that was it for me. I started moving in a completely different direction. And uh, life is really incredible and amazing now. Um was able to move our family into our three acre dream home to six years after getting out of prison. So I'm super grateful, super blessed, and uh, just keep on putting one step in front, in front of the other. That is great. And that's an inspiring story, how you're able to turn your life around. And it shows the importance of how children really can make an impact on your life and what your dreams are and what you want to do. That is wonderful. Amen. So when, when you did make that decision and you first decided I have to do something different. What were those first steps? Because yeah, the pain is there that you have to do something different, but it's also really terrifying to move into that whole new life. So what were the steps that you started with to, to get on that path? Yeah, I didn't know what I was going to have to do. I just, the only thing I knew was that I had to change my people, places, and things to get different results. And I was in, I was in a jail cell, uh, you know, when I, when I learned that, you know, that I was going back to prison and uh, that I was missing out on the birth by 20 days. So um, I started thinking about ways of how I could start my own business or whatnot. Cause I had, uh, I had had a job while I was out the two years prior and um, and then I got a job at this clothing store, which I was really hyped up and excited about because um, it was in, more in sales and more in line with with what I'm better at versus, you know, cooking. <laughs> That's, I'm, I'm the worst employee, by the way. Um, but uh, <laughs> um, I was really excited about this job because I was like, yeah, I'm finally putting my life behind me. There's an opportunity to make more money. I can advance my career and all this. And then uh, I, I sold 3000. The whole store did 9000 one day. 
and I got promoted, but then they found out I was a convicted felon. So then they fired me and I was like down in the dump. I, I let that get, get to me and get to my head. And I, I started throwing a pity party and, and became an alcoholic and wound up back in prison. But, uh, I knew that I was going to have a tough time finding a, a, a job, a job at that, let alone a good one. So I knew I was probably going to have to start my own business. That's yeah. what I was wondering was it why you decided your own business instead of working for somebody else. And that completely makes sense with what you just explained. So thinking about starting that very first, you know, business, your first entrepreneur, was there a specific passion? Was there a specific interest or did you just like, I'm going to go for this and hope it works out for me? Kind of like, I'm gonna go for this and hope it works out for me. Um, I, uh, I, I got out and I was, I was, so here's what the idea was. I'm from Ferguson, Missouri, and this was in 2014 when the Michael Brown situation happened. And so I'm like, man, you know, like this, the CNN and all this crap is making my neighborhood out to be something way worse than what it is now. It is a bad neighborhood or whatever, but, um, but it wasn't like how they were putting it out to be. And, um, but I was like, man, you know, so I was like, well, maybe I can, you know, I got a lot of experience going door to door sales. And so I can create these these t-shirts and these wristbands that say I heart Ferguson on them. And I was going to go door to door selling them. That's a heck of a business model, by the way. But uh, (laughs) needless to say that never panned out. That was like the plan. And then I got home and then I was trying to get a job to support that idea and couldn't get a job anywhere. And then, so I started off in network marketing, did that for about two years, had some success and then got, got almost to $2,000 a month residual income, but it just wasn't me. And then my passion to answer your question was I seen Gary Vaynerchuk and in, in, uh, in 2016, and I was like, man, I just want to do what this guy does because I like talking. I like getting on stage and just sharing that passion, that fire inside me and stuff. And so I left uh, network marketing to go do that and struggled for quite a long time. But that was that was the game plan. Got it. Yeah. So maybe it's trauma, but your story sounds a lot like some of the stuff we did. Made it into network marketing, and it's like there's there's just no heart in that. And then we mm-hmm. moved into the next thing and we, we, we grew into something that, that worked. Mm-hmm. And, and then I smacked my head. I, I've got, I've suffered some traumatic brain injury. It's kind of taken a lot of me apart. And so in the rebuilding, I, mm-hmm. there, there's just so much that is so related. So I, I'm almost unhirable right now um, because of, of emotional issues. Cause if, if like something really stupid happens, I can't not let that just go anymore. And a boss wouldn't like that very well, you know? And so, <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm unhirable. So yeah, a lot of the stuff we're doing now is is because the society makes it so difficult for us at a, us abnormals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or um, let's see, challenge. Challenge. Yeah, exactly. Um, to, to really fit in. And, and that leads so many of us into entrepreneurship. So mm-hmm. one of the things that I'm, I'm noticing is, is how many like, like hurt people are, are doing this and how that is leading to such success and, and beautiful mm-hmm. results. So, so thank you for sharing so much of that with us. Oh yeah, absolutely. No problem. 
Exactly. And I had a question in there, but it kind of got lost in the middle of all of that. So it'll come (laughs) back in a little while. Uh, So um, with your podcasting, um, did you just basically start out with your own small show and then start adding and being on other? How did how did you build your podcasting? That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, So it's a funny story. I was having trouble like uh, getting like opportunities were very scarce. Nobody like, you know, wanted to give me the time of day. I felt like a lot of times I was reaching out to people, other entrepreneurs, and, you know, like I'd reach out message to try to collaborate or do something with them and people just leave me on scene. They wouldn't respond back or stuff a lot of times. And so um, I was like, OK, well, I launched the the podcast after just throwing all this stuff on the wall, just trying to see something that would stick. Um, did YouTube for two, two, two years straight of three year, three videos a week. Um, and then I launched the podcast and got it ranked on day three. By getting a bunch of written reviews in a short period of time, I was like, "Oh wow, it's the first like any type of success, you know, like of my own business outside of network marketing or whatnot." And so, like, I dri- dr- drove that home, and is and then I got uh, Billy. I leveraged that and got Billy Gina's marketing as a guest the following week. And so I went from in one week, like nobody giving me the time of day to having like very influential people on the podcast that I can ask any question that I want to and learn from and build a relationship with. So it was really cool. Um, and I just went hard on that and I started getting on other people's podcasts to grow my own show, figured out how to run paid ads, uh, consistently landed interviews with big influential guests. And then I would also pay videographers and pay for their plane tickets and pay them their service to go with me to interview them in person just so I can get that footage and camera um, and make that investment, which I didn't really have the money at the time in, in the beginning of 2019 when I was doing that a whole bunch but it panned out beautifully. Like it was, uh, it, it continues to pay dividends to this day. So a bunch of all that combined. Right. So everything that came in went right back into it until you couldn't put enough until you made so much that it just all couldn't go back in anymore. That's kind of what it sounds like you did. Yeah. Um, well at the same time, so, um, a year after I started podcasting, that's when I actually found like a, uh, I finally started making money in business was I was at this mastermind event and I still like, I had, I had invested into this mastermind, a 2000, I went and got a t- Chrysler, uh, my title loan on my Chrysler Aspen for $4,000 crazy interest rates, right. To join a mastermind at $2,000 a month, just to learn how to write copy and then, and, and select that audience and then, and write copy for, uh, make an offer and write copy to communicate that offer to that audience. Mm-hmm. And, um, everybody said, you're crazy, right? You got kids, bills are backed up all this stuff. And I was like, Hey, yeah. this, we're going to make this happen or, or, or not. So anyways, I was in that mastermind. I learned that skill, but I still hadn't found my offer yet. And then I was at this mastermind a guy asked me to speak came up was like, Hey, tomorrow, can you come back up again and just talk about podcasts? And I'm like, yeah, I got up there, started sharing everything I knew and everybody's eyes were lighting up and they're asking me questions. Like we might have something here. So to answer your question, I put out that offer, started making a lot of money. And so what I would do is just go all in on my podcast and learn everything I could on how to grow and build a podcast and build a dominant brand with a podcast. And then I'd show people what I was doing with mine. And then when I put out offers with my podcast, it just was a natural fit because I was doing what I was showing people how to do. That, that, That's wonderful. I love how that just emerged and grew and became such, you know, a 
a good investment back into yourself. One thing you mentioned was um, a mastermind. And so I guess that's kind of the next question I wanted to ask is what kind of things help your business grow? Or as an entrepreneur, would you like to see new entrepreneurs be sure they do so that they're successful as much as possible? So like, like masterminds, like, like learning opportunities, how, how important is getting out to a mastermind for a young entrepreneur? Uh, ultra important. So like, uh, I always make the, like the business grows the most when I'm involved in a mastermind with other people. Uh, for one, you're getting around other people that are just like you that have these big, crazy goals and they're all in on their dreams. Right. And, and you get around people that are playing at a higher level than you, people at the same level and some people at lower level, whatever, depending on where you're at in the journey. But when you get around the people that are playing higher and you, you get exposed to new things and your vision grows, you're like, oh, wow. You know, and it opens you up to new, new possibilities that you didn't, you just didn't know before because you just don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. So yeah, getting around masterminds has been by far the most, the biggest mover uh, just by getting around those people. And then, you know, if you already, you're going to, when you find your way and you find your offer and your, your, your message to market match in the place. Um, then getting around masterminds is even more important because then you're going to relevant masterminds that have your people there, right? Because then you get to go in there, build those relationships, help those people out. And then you're going to also, also bring home uh, a lot of uh, clients from that. Yes. Excellent. Community is incredibly important. We, like I said, we heard about you through community. Um, mm -hmm. you, you're on our podcast because someone reached out and said, hey, look at what this guy's doing. And it's like, oh, we got to have him here. So so that's all through a mastermind. So yeah, our life massively changed in June when I accidentally ended up at one. <laughs> right. Um, I was helping a friend move and she was like, oh, hey, just come to this thing afterwards. And, and I walked in and was like, oh man, I'm not supposed to be here. But I stuck around and by the end of the, by the, end of the event, it's like, these people are the people that I need in my life, regardless of what they're doing because of how they're moving and and the way you so authentically grew your business of of working and then finding your passion and then and then expanding it creates such a more um heartfelt centered mm -hmm. growable business than somebody who's out here oh i just want to be famous i'm going to do a podcast i'm going to get rich yay 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 so um the way that you're doing it, I find really important. Could could you, does that sound like something you would like to elaborate on here as, as opposed to um, getting into it just to make money as opposed to finding a way to grow into it naturally? Yeah. I mean, like with sales, like really, like I, I, I'm a really good salesman if it's something that I actually love and, and believe in. Right. But if you give me a product that's this crappy or whatever, I I can't sell it. Uh, I mean, I probably could have really, really, really tried, right? But you know, when you're doing something that you love doing and something that you know that you also do yourself, right? And it's something that you're excited about, right? I mean, that just that energy it spills out and people it's contagious and people catch up on it, uh, pick up on energy. So yeah, without a doubt, definitely got to have do something that you love doing that has purpose and meaning behind it. And like you said, have, have purpose and meaning by it. Like, why are you doing these things? Like for me, like I know podcasting was the tool that allowed me to get my message out to the world when I felt unseen and unheard for so, so long in my life. Right. And that's how I got good at marketing was because I felt like that my entire life. But uh, 
it, it was the tool that a lot that helped me do that, right? And get my message out there and then also be able to provide through my, for, for my family. So I want to help as many entrepreneurs that are good hearted, that, that are intensely driven, right? Do the same thing. And so there's reason and, and purpose behind it. Yeah, because exactly. if you share your knowledge, then you can save somebody else a lot of time. And and time mm-hmm. is the most valuable commodity in the world. So yeah. so yeah, it's it's wonderful what you do. And it's funny that it's it's you you grew the podcast and you love the podcasting. But what really started paying the bills was when you started sharing your expertise on the podcasting, not necessarily just the podcasting itself. So you got so good at something that that the coaching of that is is became became just as as valuable and as amazing as as what you were talking about on the podcast. And so I, I would like to point that out and just just like that that's awesome. Again, I keep losing my questions in the <laughs> middle of these things. Oh my gosh, yeah. Oh, so you've mentioned your family a couple of times, so. Thinking about entrepreneurs, usually that balance between a family and growing your business or keeping your business going is a really hard balance. Can you tell us a couple of things that maybe you do to help keep that all in check and balance the best you can? Yeah, I just got parameters that I operate in now. I didn't do that for a large part. Um, the first six years uh, when I came home, uh, I did. I spent many a time, plenty of time with my kids and got plenty of great memories, but there's most of the, a lot of the time I, I was working 16 to 18 hours a day. And then the times that I were with them, I really wasn't with them. Like my mind was on my phone or I was on my phone one or the other. And so, um, I, I got to the point, like in the beginning of 2020, I was like, man, I, I, I started moving this direction because of, because I missed out on my kid's birth and I wanted to be a dad. And then now here I am working all the time. So I made drastic changes for the last year and a half. I've been working only 16 hours a week. I went from 16 I went, I went from uh what was it 16 to 18 hours a day to 16 hours to 20 hours a week wow um just like that um but i had i did have a lot of things in place in the business by then i had operators and systems and, and sops and stuff that, that 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 allowed me that to be able to do it because if i didn't have that in place i probably wouldn't be able to do that but uh yeah anyways i i i at 4 p.m every single day Sometimes it's sooner than that, but by 4 p.m. every single day, we're done with business. I don't care what kind of fires are going on or whatever business is done. We're in dad mode. And uh, that's just uh, it, by by having those parameters and operating with them, it helps me stay in that. There is no balance, right? But there, I believe you can have harmony with the different areas of your life. I like that. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, you're right. Sometimes balance isn't necessarily the key. It's that those parameters are making sure that you schedule in such a way that you're there for those important times of the day. Exactly. So as, as along with education, there's, there's a lot of really um, interesting things being brought out in the school, in the education system. Um, How is that affecting your family? Because that, that does go from there to home. Um, Entrepreneurs are, are not looked at very kindly kind of right now by our system. Um, so how, how are, how does that dynamic, how, how are you working that dynamic? Yeah, I, um, one of my core values is order, um, you know, attention to details, but also home in order, keep your home in order. And there's a lot of crazy stuff going on with the world that I don't necessarily agree with. And I just, it, it, the I know 
I got a platform where I can make some change on. But at the end of the day, though, you know, it's going to start with my home. Like if I get my home in order, that's as long as I got that, you know, then that's that's how I'm going to make the biggest difference is 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 doing that, the interpersonal work myself, you know, and then keeping my home in order that way. And I think that's the biggest impact that every one of us can make is by doing just that. So, yeah, like there's uh, there's 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 stuff that they talk about in school. But like I, I truly believe that my kids, by the way that we raise them, are critical thinkers, which I believe is a dying trait in America. And yeah. so, um, yeah, I just I just I just try to be be that consistent force in their life and show up that way and, and you know, let them make their own decisions and stuff and and, and form their own uh opinions and beliefs, even though that there's negative programming going on in all these other places, they could spot the truth. Cool. So, so you do have these conversations with your children to let them know that, that how, how this goes with you, that, that basically what you just told us. Yeah. that. So you, you, oh, yeah. have, you have these conversations with them. Is that, is that because, um, because I thought I was being a really good dad, but at some point my, my son, after school, um, started hanging out with, with other people that were, um, disrespectful. I'll just say that yeah. he started hanging out with a disrespectful young lady and suddenly everything that I did was wrong. Um, and so I kind of lost that battle. So, um, even though I thought I was necessarily being a good dad, I, I apparently didn't express it express, enough or have enough conversation, have yeah. enough conversation. So, we're just trying to make sure that that or I'm just kind of asking, um, have you actually had these conversations with your children? And and as far as like, why is entrepreneurship important? Why is, you know, having the values that you set important, those kinds of things? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not only do we have conversations like we do stuff like we do. They got their own lemonade business. They're getting ready to buy their own dirt bikes because they save up money through their lemonade business. Awesome. Um, that's what I was yeah. trying to get to. Wow, that was such a hard question. So, <laughs> oh, it's all right. No, and and we we've done many things. Like we'll go and buy like a product, right? Um, for an example, we went and got Mother's Day cards one year, and then we went around the neighborhood selling to the dads that forgot last minute to get their get their wife a Mother's Day card, and so we charge a, like two dollars more than what you get it in the store, but we save them a trip to the store. So there's a great value exchange all the way around the board, and. Uh, yeah, we do do stuff like that all the time. I love it. That is so wonderful. Exactly. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so let, let's see. The last thing I wanted to ask was, is there anything else that you would like to share about either podcasting or being an entrepreneur or something that is really heavy on your heart that you think needs to be out there that we can share with our audience? Yeah, I know. I, I, um, I, you know, I talked to a lot of people and, um, uh, we're, we're humans. Right. And so we're, we're going to feel all these different emotions and, um, and that's this normal part of life. And you're going to have seasons of life, right. Where you're going to feel you're going through different seasons, different things. Right. And so anytime that you're feeling like anxious and worried and stressed out and all these things that is normal to feel and that we all feel, um, I find it's really good to, 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 to zoom out and take a, take a look at where you came from and where you're at and look at the trajectory. And if it's, if the trajectory ain't going to be a straight line up, but if it over time it's pointing up, that's a good sign. And, and one last thing I'd say, man, especially entrepreneurs, but everybody is like, 
focus only on the things that, that you can control and more importantly, uh, keep those small. You want to feel good. You want to get in a flow of life. Like there's not going to be any balance, but if you want to get in a really good flow of life, do the little things, the little promises you make to yourself, keep them number one and focus on only the things that you can control. And that will bring you a lot of happiness. I'm not saying that you'll ever, you'll never feel other emotions again, because you will, but I'm telling you, that's how you get into a flow of life. I love that. That's absolutely beautiful. And I couldn't agree more with what you, exactly. with what you're saying. Thank well, we you. We really, really appreciate your time and you coming on our podcast. Um, and Make sure you give us, well, just really quick, give us a little bit of information about how, uh, about how people can contact you. And of course, everything will be in the and, show and notes. Do you, have, do you have anything coming up anytime soon that people yeah. can get in touch with? How can we get a hold of you? And, you know, what's going on? For sure. Absolutely. I appreciate you asking and let me share. Um, everything's on underdogempowerment.com. Uh, that's a website for our podcast. I got all my social medias and stuff. If you want to connect with me there, um, we do have an upcoming event in July of 2023. It's our yearly event off alpha dog pound. If you want to check that out, it's all on there on the, on underdogempowerment.com. Uh, if you ever need help with podcasting, it's all there on underdogempowerment.com. Everything we do is right there. Yeah. And, and I don't know personally, but again, several people that, that I've been working with who I respect very highly I've been talking about your podcasting and, and it is highly recommended. So if anybody, our crew is out there, needs help with podcasting, be sure to reach out to, 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 Zach. Mr. to Zach here. So All right. Thank you so much. We really appreciate your time and have a wonderful afternoon. Thank you. I appreciate you having me.